Hello, and welcome back to This Is How We Do It with Steph and Jeff. This week, we're talking about something really fun and probably something that we get asked like once a week, it feels like. And the question is um, about working together. So we get we hear this all the time. Um, how do you work together? I could never do this with my husband or my wife or whatever. Um, and so we kind of want to like bust that myth that... Um, I don't know that maybe you're meant to work with, like you're either meant to or you're not meant to, because I think as with anything in life, it's a lot of work to get better at and it's not always easy and there's a lot of growing. Um, So we're just going to share a little bit about our story of eventually um, working together full time. Yeah, absolutely. So I think for us, it's kind of, we view this as a continuous timeline from like when we first started meeting uh or i guess courting each other and dating this is like 10 years ago now um to where we are today meaning it's not a you just you get married you're trying to figure out what you want to do in life as you're working your jobs maybe you want to start a business together and you're like oh but i probably can't start this business because i'm not compatible with my spouse in these regards for business work uh whereas we were talking and joking about this beforehand like if you look back in the um context of your entire relationship. For us, this was, like I said, 10 years ago when we were dating the first class that we had together. We didn't realize we were in the same class until we had met outside of it. There was like 300 students in it, but it was a psychology class at Pepperdine. And it was, um, I, the, the joke that we have is that I sat in the very back and Steph sat in the very front. And there is a, it, that's a good paradigm of our relationship. I, I would like to clarify, I didn't always sit in the back. But uh, in this class, um, that I know was something that we, we realized immediately about us was a difference. Yeah. And I think even like how we functioned in college, like I like to, you know, get assignments and start studying like a week before and, um, and Jeffrey would always, you know, kind of be the 11th hour man and, um, and he would always get better grades than me too, which was always really frustrating. Um, but we just like realized we, uh, we're opposite in a lot of ways. Um, we even noticed that just in, in college. Yeah, so I think the big takeaway, it's okay if you're opposites, right? Yeah. That was like the first context we realized we were different. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was okay that we were different, but I think it's easy to make that a divider between the two of you uh-huh. and think, oh, because we're not the same in this area, it's not going to work out. But yeah. I mean, that ha- that progressed, that the microcosm of that difference changed as we developed in our relationship. Got um, married. Yeah, got married. And one of us travels better than the other, uh, meaning Steph actually does for sure travel <laughs> better than me. But that that argument or that difference kind of escalated in different ways of how do we pack for a trip? Mm-hmm. I yeah. probably won't give a charitable interpretation it of how just, we pack for a trip. Well, but. it just felt like the first few years of our marriage, we did a lot of travel. My mm-hmm. family lives out of state. We love to travel together. And it just felt like there was always tension. Like every time we had to pack for a trip or figure out like when we were getting to the airport, um, all of that. And so all this to say, these are just some fun examples, but I I feel like you look at those or maybe you have similar things in your marriage and it's easy to say, oh, we can never work to, work with each other because we're so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for us, it was probably parenting that was like the first thing that made us realize and see that our differences were actually good things. 
Um, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think as you mature in your marriage and even going through maybe premarital counseling or, or whatever stage of marriage you're at, it's easy to beginning stages see those differences as ways to isolate one another. But as you develop, it's like, oh, this is why we are so compatible. And I think the same thing can be true with business partners. Um, those things that you see as differences can certainly be actually beneficial and complement one another. So with parenting, uh, I think we've definitely learned to see those differences as good things. I think maybe the first one that comes to mind would be that I like to be a little bit more spontaneous Mm -hmm. and Steph likes to be really structured, which I like, love that about her. And I wish that I was more like that. Um, But I'm not. (laughs) Uh, I've I've tried to create all these uh, things around me to help me be more structured. But at the end of the day, like I would love to get home from work at 4.30 and say, I'm going to take the kids to the park and then we'll go out to eat for dinner. And stuff's like 45 minutes into baking dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's happened a few times. <laughs> so I think that um, we've learned, though, that there are actually positive things to that as long as we're channeling them in the right ways. Yeah. And just even that, like, our kids need need both of us for very different reasons. And it's almost like you're stacking your strengths Um, and so that, you know, our kids, they do need structure, Mm -hmm. um, they thrive in structure, but we also have some kids that are like, I swear, like mini Jeffries, they like wake up in the morning and they're like, where are we going today? And so I think your spontaneity is a huge strength to our family and that they get some of that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that translates, I think a lot to running a business together because, I feel like a lot, like a lot of our strengths, similarly to parenting, they stack on one another to mm-hmm. help us like really have defined roles within our business and to do those things really well and to give us freedom to say, you know, I don't have to be good at um, the finance side, for instance, because that's actually something Jeffrey really loves to do and he's really good at. Um, so kind of figuring out, you know, what those different lanes are mm-hmm. and, um, and appreciating them and and just kind of running with them. Yeah, uh, because to your point, it would probably be actually more difficult if we were both spontaneous or both mm. really structured mm-hmm. because if we were both spontaneous, things might fall through the cracks or mm-hmm. things that just might have, we might do too many, too many things at one time and have too many spinning plates. So it's actually, and as we see in marriage, typically really beneficial to have differences in the same way with business owners, those strengths are certainly and weaknesses, it's helpful to have them complement. So like the practically with the roles, what we've done is we've made an org chart in our business mm-hmm. early on, even when we only had four employees. Yeah. Uh, but then we had job descriptions for everyone, which is prudent, like most people do that, right? But then we had job descriptions for ourselves too, yeah. to really clearly define like, it would have been easy to not make job descriptions because we knew in theory what Steph's role was and what my role was, but putting it down on paper and saying, mm-hmm. this is like you said to your, this is your lane. This is what you own. This is what you're responsible for. And I won't come to you and, and kind of step into your lane because I know that's what you own and we'll talk through it, but we each have our own sectors to run in the business. Yeah. So for us, we can just share a few yeah. of those. Um, for us, um, my big role is a lot of the design um, and kind of coming up with different launches and kind of like the marketing um, ideas, obviously social media. Um, and then also a lot of our um, management of our team mm-hmm. and meeting with our girls one-on-one and just making sure that, um, I don't know, the culture of our company, mm-hmm. I feel like is something that is under my role. And then um, Jeffrey actually has a lot more things under <laughs> under his plate. He does so much for Clay by Steph. So why don't you share a couple of the things that you do? 
Uh, yeah, well, I do the finances, like you alluded to. I kind of do the back end of the marketing, so all the da- data analytics and mm-hmm. other, like lead generation. I do the business development and long-term growth strategies, mm-hmm. new product development rollouts with that, and working with that team to oversee that, So, mm-hmm. um, which I love. I like having yeah. a lot of spinning plates, and yeah. um, but I've learned to kind of say no to certain things and then to hand things to Steph that she's much better at, and mm-hmm. I mean... We wouldn't be here without Steph anyways. So well and we delegate a lot to our team. Yeah. That's something else that we've like as our team has grown, even things that were on our plate, um, we've slowly trained up other gals to help with it. Like for instance, the website and yeah. stuff like that, photography. Jeffrey and I used to do photography <laughs> in the very beginning of Play I was by just Steph. Thinking about this last night. Oh my gosh. Like ten PM. This was like <laughs> such a pain point in our marriage. We used to take all the photos for the website, you know, like the product photos that you see, the flat lays. And we had this whole setup with like a... We'd wait for the kids to go to bed. We were like, it would be like 9 or 10 p.m. We'd have a big LED light and this tripod and we'd try to like... And I'd be there like holding it. And like neither of us are... We fight when we did it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Neither of us are professional photographers. So, um, you know, like it would take Jeffrey like a few a few times like to like once, get the once. shot right and I'd be there like with my arms up in the air holding this giant light like <laughs> huffing and puffing. Did you take the picture yet? I know. <laughs> no, not yet. That was such uh, a pain point in the beginning but now it's such a blessing that we have mm-hmm. a gal on our team and then we've hired a brand photographer and like different things that we've grown and I think that's also wisdom too. Something very practical is obviously you and your spouse aren't going to be good at everything like there's going to be some things that you both don't like to do or you're not good at and i think there um it's outsourcing yeah right? there's a lot of wisdom in outsourcing absolutely and i think an extension of this conversation as well with like the personality over uh overlaps and things like that mm-hmm. uh even if you're not running a business uh there's this game that steph just introduced me to the game is kind of a loose term but it's called like an fair exercise. play yeah, yeah exercise it's a card deck called fair play and I forget, you heard it on a podcast. Yeah, like uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think, recommended it. Mm. That's how I heard about it. Uh, the Forever Influencer. Mm-hmm. Reese <laughs> Love her. Uh, and we just played it actually on a, we on our vacation. And the concept is for married couples, um, you kind of delegate. All the cards have tasks around the house, uh, responsibilities to run a home and to maintain a relationship. And then there's uh, another set of cards that if you like have pets or kids or all these different variables that could come into play. And the idea is you lay those all out and you go through each one of them and you are delegating to one another those roles. And so an example would be one of the cards is like a calendar keeper, I think is the name uh-huh. of it. Yep. And um, so Steph took that a roll on. And so that means that she, you can probably do a better yeah. job explaining it. Yeah. It's, you kind of pick the things either that you want to carry or that your strengths are, but it's, um, nothing falls through the cracks mm-hmm. is, is the, um, the point of all of this. And so it's just clearly defined roles. And, um, so you can serve joyfully when you know, like, okay, this is my thing I'm carrying. Um, so yeah, calendar keeper, um, that's something that I love to do. Um, and just, maybe having a better pulse on the kids and their schedules and all of that. But it is kind of funny because um, this is something that Jeffrey and I have disagreed on for a long time because he is team digital calendar and I am team paper calendar. And so... I'm the right um, team. What what we... The rules though is whoever carries the card, they get to do it their way. So Jeffrey's going to have to conform to a paper calendar, which is actually a whiteboard that's in the middle of our kitchen. Um, and then he's going to, what we decided our compromise is he's going to translate that into his Google calendar. But 
But we had a debate on it when we were going through it because I wanted to tell Steph how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and which she kindly told me I couldn't do. Um, but I think that is a great example, too, of this theory that we're talking about, about strengths and weaknesses complementing one another or staying in your own lane and learning to work with one another in that mm-hmm. applies to marriage, applies to business owners, applies yeah. to raising children, mm-hmm. uh, applies to all sorts of ways of having a healthy, emotionally healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you kind of touched on this, but like we really wanted to give you guys some practical tips um, mm-hmm. of just things that we've learned. We've we've been working together for, I guess, like two years now, but full time for a year. It was a year mm-hmm. ago this yep. month. Um, so just some practical things that we have picked up along the way. Um, we've been talking a lot about like strengths and weaknesses and personalities, and we cannot recommend enough like having, um, going through reading certain books, taking tests, um, digging into this in counseling, but like really having your personality, like personality awareness. Um, so knowing who you are, how you function, how God made you, all of those things are really important, um, so that you can live into your strengths. And so that would be the first thing I think, um, Mm -hmm. we've really in counseling done a lot of work with the Enneagram, um, which has been really helpful, I think in, um, for me, at least, in understanding Jeffrey a little bit better, um, because what are you? You're a... Seven. No, um, sorry. Oh, Myers-Briggs? Yeah. ESFP. ESFP. And I'm an ISFJ. Yeah. <laughs> so especially like our introvert, extrovert, and then um, uh, J and P, like those sides of us are opposites. And I think it's been really helpful in counseling to learn more about Jeffrey and how I used to think that his, um, P side was very, um, was like a negative trait and that the ideal is to be a J. Um, but I've really, I mean, that's probably been one of the biggest things I've noticed with working with you is, um, you really come to life and shine almost when you like have that pressure that's put on you, which sometimes is like more last minute things. Um, that's kind of when you um, you ignite and you're like on fire and you do some of your best work. And so um, that's hard for me because I like to do everything ahead of time and I typically am not like as flexible and spontaneous. But with this business, there's been, for example, some days where um, Jeffrey decides like, let's do this launch and we're like scrambling to put things together and it feels so fun and exciting for him. And I have learned to say like, okay, I just need to go with it. Even though this isn't in my nature, I just need to go with it. And they always like, things turn out well and it's like a fun experience and a growing experience for me. So I think that would be our first thing is to just really dig in. There's so many resources out there, so many different personality tests, but I think that has been really helpful to become aware of how I'm wired, how he's wired and to see both of those things as beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, to wrap up that is Myers-Briggs, Enneagram Mm -hmm. and that P and J distinction is kind of a, what we were talking about earlier with P likes to be spontaneous. J likes to be structured. And mm-hmm. we've just learned to, okay, out of these fights that we would typically have, yeah. here's actually what that come and boils back down to. Right. So the first one is kind of recognizing your differences and your personality by digging further into those. Yeah. What would you say the second thing is? That would be a practical tip. Um, I think working together, it, you can fall into the temptation of not having very many boundaries hmm. in your marriage and your home life because... Um, because you're working all the time and then it's hard not to like bring that home. So I think that's something that we are constantly working on. Um, and I think it's helped. Um, 
it's helped having the business out of our home for yeah. sure. I think that's a big boundary line that physically you have to drive into work um, and then you have to drive home. And so I think that's something that we're constantly talking about, you know, especially for a business that um, a lot of what I do is I could do from my phone. And so that makes it even harder because even when I'm home, I can be checking things or filming stories or editing or, or doing whatever. And I mean, so much of what Jeffrey does is on his laptop. So I think just having boundaries and when we get home, putting our phones away and um, really trying to be present with our kids, trying to plan like getaways for our families on the weekends. And so we're not tempted to just work through the weekend, um, which is really easy to do as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, for me, translates back to we had a lot of conversations when you're engaged about the wedding. It's easy to just talk strictly about the wedding planning or things that need to be done. Mm-hmm. And this is like the never ending version of that, where it's easy to go out on a date and just talk about what needs to be done for the business. And so this um, definitely the boundaries was a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about what's the next practical thing? Um, we have talked on here about our core values and celebrating well. One of those, uh, I guess, a subcategory of that is celebrating milestones. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that I've learned to do through Steph because she's so good at that. And it's easy as business owners to fall into, well, I'll wait to celebrate and spend money on the next big thing. But this forces us to pause. And we've, we've set a lot of quarterly goals, uh, annual goals. And so we make sure to pause and stop and celebrate these milestones together. Mm-hmm. So a tangible example of that would be um, we just had our grand opening uh, a week ago. Mm-hmm. And so beforehand, we got our whole team together and had a really nice bottle of champagne yeah. and just toasted everyone and kind of thanked them for all the hard work they've done to get yeah. us to this point. And kind of making sure you take the moments to celebrate what's happening in the present. Right. It's really easy in life to do that and to not do that and only think about the grass is always greener or wait for this special moment, uh, but to pause and to reflect on like celebrating those moments in the present. Yeah. I just think like a honest, tangible example of this is we have a goal of hitting a million in revenue and it's a pretty big goal we have and we're working towards that every quarter. But for us to wait to celebrate until we hit that mark would be like such a loss because there's so many different, like the journey to get there is also like so exciting and full of milestones. And so for instance, another thing that we do is, um, you know, even before certain launches that feel um, bigger, we will, um, Jeffrey and I will put the kids down and then go sit in our backyard and um, and just kind of like stop and celebrate and be proud of all the work that we did leading up to that launch and celebrating before the launch even goes live. So it's not like, it's not a reward-based system where you only celebrate if something goes well. It's like you're celebrating because you put everything into it and you should be proud of that. And so, yeah, definitely celebrating milestones together, I think is what keeps it light and fun Mm -hmm. and, um, kind of gets you through maybe those harder, those harder periods that come in a business. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that translates well into the seeing this, this fourth point, I guess, as a seeing this as a ministry. And for us that, that has, grown certainly over the last years uh, in terms of expanding our team and having this be a ministry to our team uh, for Steph and I to be able to mentor them. But even um, like you were saying, when we step back and pause before a big launch, Mm -hmm. like we have always prayed every day before the launch uh, to just make sure, kind of refocus our hearts and make sure that this is, we're not losing the purpose behind this business and not Mm -hmm. getting caught up in 
uh, just greed or, or things that are so such strong temptations with this to recenter and refocus. Remember that, that what this is all about, and that's mm-hmm. being helping people see Christ through this business and what we're doing, and helping them see their true identities and be more joyful and seen through Christ. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that has been a big thing for us twofold. I guess you could probably expound on the serving the team. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's very practical and working together. And we've always throughout our story, like we've been involved in ministries together. Mm -hmm. And, um, I always say, I feel like this business was just, um, really God showing us that, or like giving, like blessing us in a way we didn't even know, like saying like, I'm going to give you a team that you can pour into and, um, and help them feel like they're part of something and a place that they belong, a place that is safe and, that is like a huge motivator because we're doing that together. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's brought us a lot closer. Yeah. One of our favorite pastors, oh man, this is probably eight years ago. It was right around when we were getting married. Um, John Mark Comer, he's out of Portland. He was talking about marriage and kind of the qualities or the essential traits of a marriage. And one of them that he said was mission. Like your mission should be greater than your marriage, your mission in life. Um, and so being able to identify that as a couple mm-hmm. uh, is so important. And that's something that we've always t- uh, tied close to is that if you're all of your joy and happiness is built up in your marriage and it's going to fail you at some point, there are like your, your spouse is human. Things are going to go wrong. And that marriage's mission is a lot greater than that. And it's reflect Christ. So being able to name that for us early on and being able to see how that mission has grown and morphed over time has been really important to us. So I would just encourage you in that way to really reflect and think through what, what is your marriage's mission? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You ready for a lightning round? Yeah. Okay. I like to be spontaneous, but the lightning round still makes me a little nervous sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um, this won't be for you. What advice would you give to a couple who wants to start a business together? Um, I would say, I guess, uh, regurgitate a lot of things that we already talked about and that I would pause. It's really easy to be really excited about starting a business and the, all of those things are really fun and good. But like we talked about with the dip, like, those emotions are going to wane. Mm -hmm. So I would really step back and consider um, and write out together, like set aside a few hours to decide what's the mission behind what you're doing, why you're doing what you're doing, and identify the ways that you can help each other grow in the business by leveraging each other's strengths and weaknesses. So that would be my biggest advice would be you will save a lot of headache later on in your business is if you set a strong foundation by doing in the work and initially to uh, identify the things that will help the business grow by using your strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Uh, What would you say is your favorite thing about working with me? (laughs) Um, I'm going to make sure to record whatever you say and listen to it again later too. Daily affirmations like Scott does. I would say that this is the most, especially this past year of having the business out of our home, this is the most time we've ever spent together. Mm-hmm. Um, even like with dating and married with no kids, like, um, this is the most time we've spent together. And I feel like that is like such a gift to enjoy that, to be able to say, like, I, I genuinely like being around you all day. And, um, especially this past year of running the business out of our home, you were just so active in our kids' lives. And, I think the struggle of like, oh, I'm I'm spending a little bit less time with them because I'm working more than I did before. But the trade-off was that you were with them more than you have ever been. And um, like we talked about at the top of this episode, um, like our kids need your strengths too. And so it's been such a blessing to see um, 
I don't know, the business give us flexibility to just be with our family more. I mm. think that's one of my favorite things. That's a good one. Okay, you get the want want. What's the hardest thing about working together? <laughs> um, I would say the thing that we have continued to learn over and over again is figuring out our new roles as as parents, uh, our new roles within the home, like we were talking about with that deck of cards, the fair play, mm-hmm. and our roles within the business. Um, it's easy to compartmentalize all three of those things, uh, home life, marriage, and business. But we've really had to learn, like, how do we make this a more fluid relationship? And so we've gone through a lot of iterations. I really like to plan things at times with Steph of like, this is what our week's going to look like. So every Sunday we sit down, mm-hmm. plan out our week. And we realized very early on to working full time together that that wasn't going to work because each day was going to have to be different. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if the kids were going to need us a little bit more than we anticipated. And we knew we were going to let go of what needed to be done for the business to prioritize the kids. I mean, especially since March. Yeah. <laughs> With yeah. a newborn, you know, they're yeah. like anything but predictable. And so I think that also kind of put a wrench in things like in us having that set schedule. Yeah. So that has, uh, I've certainly had to have a paradigm shift in how do I approach my daily or work weekly schedule? Because it's now a what's best for the Chapman family and what's mm-hmm. best for our marriage. Um, so that has that new rhythm, whereas beforehand I was clocking into the office, trying to be as productive as I could, and then leaving. I don't quite have that as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And then another thing, well, or I guess you can go. Yeah, I would say just another hard thing for me. Um, is just the uncertainty of finances. Um, and you know, just this business is our like income. It's what supports our family. And, um, if you haven't like picked up on how I'm wired now, like just security and stability is so important to me. And, you know, with running a business, like every month can be different. And, um, and that was really, hard for me in the beginning is, you know, when Jeffrey stepped away from his job, like losing that, like, this is what we're bringing in every month. And Clay by Steph's just on top of that. Um, that was like a really comfortable place for me to be to working together full time now and really having to trust the Lord each month. And especially in certain seasons of the year, if things are slower, like that has just been something I think for both of us has been really challenging and kind of revealed a lot of, um, a lot of the ways that we doubt that mm-hmm. God's going to provide for us, the way that we, try to like tight knuckle things and really let work become all consuming because we're trying to control it. Mm -hmm. And it's just brought a lot of stuff to the surface that has been really hard. Um, But I, I think that every time we get to that point where we, we realize we've taken something good and we've twisted it, that's just an opportunity to confess and to lay it down and to ask God to help, you know, help us to help us to have more faith and trust and trust in, you know, his provision and his goodness. And so, um, that's definitely like a, it feels like every few months we're like relearning that lesson. Um, so that's been hard, but, but good as well. Yeah. Yeah. That has definitely been the hardest part in our marriage is learning that Mm -hmm. the financial, that was a good answer. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it for working together. Um, you want to tell them what's coming next? So next we'll be talking about running a business and prioritizing your family. Yeah. I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Bye, you guys.